What's up, brother? And welcome to the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and men's lifestyle fulfillment coach. I've dedicated my life to helping men who feel like they're just not living up to their full potential to level up and become the king of their kingdoms. So whether you've been feeling stuck or numb or extremely angry with not living up to your greatest potential in any area of your life, then I'll be in your ears every week dropping some truly transformative episodes to help you become a man that you're proud to be. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. What's going on? It's Johnny King. And please do not fault me if you hear dogs barking in the background. My uh, my dog and my roommate's dog are just going at it today. <laughs> like all day, they've just been having so much fun. So if you hear them scratching or barking or whatever, dogs are just being dogs. You know what I'm saying? How are you? Thanks for joining me. appreciate you checking in on this episode and uh you know something that's that has just come up uh recently that reminds me of other instances <laughs> in my past and uh we we live in a society where you know I, I mean so many times i can't tell you like i've had conversations and i'm of course at fault as well where i'm like oh no, i mean no judgment i don't mean to judge and you know like I'm not judging you and and that sort of thing. Yep, see, there you go. Dogs in the background. Um, And yet, our brains are built to judge. Now, there's different types of judgment, right? There's the judgment of, okay, I am, uh, I'm (laughs) coming up to an intersection. I see the oncoming traffic. Should I try to to take my left turn in front of them? Do I have enough time? Do, I'm, I'm, I'm making a judgment call, right? Am I going to make it <laughs> or am I going to get into an accident, right? There's that type of judgment. Of course, then there's judgment of people. And I've come to realize uh, a lot recently in the last year or two, <clears throat> I'm very judgmental of myself. Uh, in many regards, I don't judge people. I give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm very trusting. And then in other situations, I'm extremely judgmental. Right, and I and I sometimes question why why the difference, and so I bring this up because uh, just recently, I mean, if you've listened to, you know, podcasts, you've probably heard me talk about uh, Airbnb. I, I own a bunch of different uh, real estate properties that I do Airbnb on, and and one of these dudes uh, recently inquired for him and a bunch of other friends for four days at one of my properties, and. Uh, I was reading through his reviews and he had a couple of bad reviews <laughs> and these people were like, do not rent to this guy, you know, and then he had other good reviews, you know, like, oh, they were great. No problem. For me, um, if it's one bad review, it's like, okay, you know, maybe just had like, like, <laughs> like on my podcast, I have one last time I checked at least one bad review, which I put, which I did a podcast on, which was pretty funny. Right. Um, on my Turo, <laughs> on on some of my cars that I rent out, I've got a bad review, <laughs> one star, and yet the guy says like <laughs> he he didn't speak English that well, but he was great. He's like, 
you know, number one, he's the best, <laughs> great place or a great, uh, great car to rent, right? Um, so I think he meant to put five stars, but I think he thought, you know, one star was the best. <laughs> so I got a one star review from a dude that raved about me and for about my car. So nonetheless, if it's one, if it's one bad review, like, okay, fool me once. All right, cool. Fool me twice. Shame on me. Right? Is that how it goes? <laughs> fool, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. And so, so the idea is, I, I respond to this guy. I'm like, hey, I apologize, but uh, you know, I'm I'm not going to uh, approve your inquiry at my place, just because of uh, some of your reviews has given me cause to, you know second guess or not second guess uh more or less to put up some red flags and it's just not worth the risk <clears throat> and he wrote back and he was like come on man like th the one time that was a mistake blah 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 and and he only said that he had one bad review and i was like he's like just that one time don't judge me on just one mistake and i wrote back and i'm like yeah i hear you but it wasn't just one review you have two bad reviews and you know, all the other good reviews are like, yeah, they, they were great. Just very short and sweet, right? The bad reviews, of course, are like, oh, they did this and this, and they were very disrespectful, and they left the place trashed, and they did this, and they didn't pay back damages. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. <clears throat> so, but the guy was adamant about me not judging him. And I'm like, yet, this is why we have reviews. This is why, you know, a lot of these different platforms are the, the way that they are, right? So... <laughs> there's probably a reason why on dating apps, not that I've, I haven't been on dating apps in, in years, uh, with the exception of during COVID for about three weeks. Um, there's probably a good reason why you don't have reviews <laughs> on dating apps. There's a lot of disgruntled daters out there. Um, but when it comes to Turo and Airbnb and Uber and, you know, a lot, a lot of someone's success, um, or, reputation is based off of those re reviews, right? <clears throat> well, that, that guy's comment reminded me of an instance where um, one of my best friend's girlfriends at the time in college got a little saucy, got a little saucy. And uh, later when I called her out on it, filled my, uh, my, my best friend and on what she'd done, uh, where they had all had a little too much to drink, and he wasn't uh, he wasn't in the right frame of mind <laughs> to, to to understand what was going on. Um, her excuse was like, "Oh, come on! Like, I just I just was drunk. So like, give me a give me a, a mulligan. Give me a free pass." <laughs> and even at the time, shit, I'm like 21 years old. I was like, "No, like." Uh, Yes, if you're inhibited uh, and under the influence, you might do things that you wouldn't normally do, but that doesn't give you like a get-out-of-jail-free card, right? A lot of times, if anything, it's like liquid courage and you're actually doing the things that you wished you could do, right? So the the thought is, and, and probably with this dude too when it comes to Airbnb, there's probably instances where they were partying and they just got to the point where they, you know, whatever. They don't. They didn't give a shit, and they just left a house wrecked and thought they were movie stars or rock stars or whatever. But it makes me think that, um, 
you know, again, there, there are times to judge and there are times not to judge, right? I, in a lot of the work that I do, I, I purposely create an environment of non-judgment. You know, if someone tells me that they've been abused or they tell me that they are ashamed of some things, I'm like, it's okay. It's okay, dude. Like, we all have our shit. You know, we're all human. So I'm not judging you from the standpoint of like, oh my gosh, how, how could he? You know, or, or how could she? But then there are other instances where we do need to judge because our, our uh, what's the word? Um, safety, right? Either physically or emotionally is at risk. So sometimes, especially when it does come to <laughs> dating, I mentioned that, you know, a lot of times with dating apps, I noticed uh, people are just looking for any chink in someone's armor, looking for any weakness to disqualify whomever they're looking at on a dating app so that they can swipe left on, right? Correct. <laughs> swipe left. So, but when it comes down to it, trust, connection, all of those things are built upon <clears throat> trust. And trust comes as a result of taking risk, having courage, putting yourself out there, right? And so, you know, yes, maybe I should have given this guy on Airbnb a, a, a third chance <laughs> since he burned two other previous Airbnb hosts. But honestly, it wasn't worth the money. It wasn't worth the effort. <clears throat> and I think when you start to run enough, you know, different locations, it's not worth the money. It's, it's better just to, you know, rent provide services to people who you know are going to be respectful and take good care of, you know, a house, a vehicle. Um, you know, there's so many different apps here, especially here in Colorado that, you know, you can use to, to rent out your camper, to rent out your ski equipment, to rent out your mountain bike. <clears throat> and I've used a bunch of those things. Um, and so you have to really do consider about the, uh, the ripple effect that your behavior has, um, whether you are <laughs> sober or when you're under the influence. And so I'm not talking about that particularly in this, uh, in this episode, but what I am talking about is individuals' reputations and our right to judge. <clears throat> and so, yes, in some instances, it makes sense to not judge someone but in others, <laughs> when you don't know a perfect stranger and you're opening your, your house to someone, you know, for the exchange of money, are they going to be respectful? Are they going to be respectful to the home, to the, the contents of the home, to the, the neighbors? Um, and <laughs> I think I saw something on on social media just like earlier today or yesterday that like... Um, they wished that there was an app where you could see a trailer, <laughs> a trailer of someone's like past behavior <laughs> um, before you go out on a first date with them. <laughs> so you knew what type of uh, experience you're going to get yourself into. Uh, that made me laugh. And yet there is, you know, there's something to be said about like, yeah, you can, you can look through someone's reviews and see 
kind of to some extent you can judge um from their past you know <laughs> their past reviews what type of individual they are if they communicate do they not how how thoughtful courteous are they in leaving some place better than they found it you know um i've i've had a few instances where people return my car and it smells like total like total pot total pot <laughs> that reminds me of when my mom walked into my my bedroom in high school and i had a picture of a uh, poster of bob marley and he's smoking a joint she's like is he smoking a pot <laughs> i'm like yeah mom yeah definitely not that i really knew much more quite frankly since i didn't smoke pot at all in high school either but i i think i was cool because i had a bob marley i was into bob marley in, in junior high and high school i had like every cd of his anyways tangent coming back around <laughs> to the point um yeah i've had i've had individuals who literally have dropped off my car at the airport and just said west terminal west parking lot <laughs> and then they turn off their phone so i can't even call them in this one instance i found my car because gratefully i have an app that uh kind of tracks the location and the speed and everything else thank you porsche uh but i found my car after a long search and it smelled so much of pot and they left the windows open and the doors open like not like wide open but like unlocked right and all this guy told me was terminal west (laughs) i was so fucking pissed uh, not only was I pissed because, you know, the, the, the kicker was when I got in the car, I was like, oh my dear God. Cause it's, of course, like at my homes with my car, like don't smoke. Like if you're going to smoke, smoke outside, it's Colorado. So do what you want to do. Like, that's cool, but not in my car or my house. Right. And they clearly were smoking up to the minute that they parked or turned off my car. And then they just left the windows cracked open and jetted with the key fob in the car like what ridiculous you would think then that that would keep me from uh you know prevent me from from continuing that type of business but you just have to be actually more thoughtful in how you judge individuals so now i have different scripts i talk people you know talk to people get an idea of what they're doing this and that there's ways to kind of weed out just in the same way like if you're on craigslist or marketplace or you're selling something or you're looking to buy tickets there's ways to kind of sniff out if you're being scammed i mean sometimes if they're really good they're really good but most times you're like all right something doesn't feel right here right but that is your own internal judgment your compass and so much of our uh of our like i said in our society talks about oh no no judgment no judgment and yet we all judge (laughs) if anything we're constantly comparing ourselves, which is a judgment of ourselves against other people on social media. And a lot of that is not healthy. But there are areas that it's healthy. And uh, especially as men, you have to remember that your word, what you say you're going to do, and then your actual behavior is like, you know, <laughs> is like, renting a house or renting a car or going in an uber like if you if you burn enough people you're gonna get a shitty you know reputation like stay away from that guy just like movie stars do or musicians or artists you know (laughs) 
So I digress. <clears throat> Get off my soapbox. But I want you to think about, you know, if 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 you were everywhere you went, you were being raided. <laughs> Reminds me of one of those Black Mirror episodes. It was kind of like exactly that. You got raided every single interaction you had. Uh, it could be the, the downfall of you. So it's all the more reason to, to be a man who is his word and is congruent with his behavior. You actually follow through on what you say you're going to do. And if you're, if you're not, you know, or something changes, then you have to renegotiate. But uh, it's not that challenging to, uh, to, to say, you know what, I'm going to become a man of my word. One of those things that some of my friends have called me out recently is that I've been late to things. I'm a maximizer in the uh, Strengths Finder <laughs> book and personality profile. It's like 40 different strengths. One of my top five is that I'm a maximizer, so I usually like to ring as much I can, as much of a, of like life or an experience or an email. Got to get that last email out before I run out the door, but then I'm I'm stressing myself out because I'm racing across town, and a lot of times I find myself um, like losing track of time and then uh, being late. So that's where I'm like, you know what? This is disrespectful to other people when I show up late. I am committed, as I told some of my friends, to uh, that I'm going to be on time, aka early. And it's not easy, but I, I've been doing a better job of it, right? So we all have our areas of, of improvement that we need to work on. And some of those things start with that, just our word. If you're going to say you're going to be someplace, be there, right? If you're going to say you're going to be at a certain place at a certain time, then be there, right? Early, preferably. <laughs> so... I just want you to think about those things, and it's okay to judge other people, um, as well as create a space where people can feel not judged, so that they can be vulnerable and get things off their chest, and to to open up and strengthen intimacy and trust, right? Um, and there's other places where we do need to judge. Because by judging people, we, we actually do hold them to a higher standard than if we were all non-judgmental and they could kind of get away with whatever they wanted. Because, you know, don't judge me on those bad reviews. Like, those were just coincidence. Or not coincidence, you know, like, whatever. Rare occasions. So, especially as men, we need a lot more men showing up in a way that is integrity, in, in integrity with who we are committed to being. And if you don't have a, what I call a code of kings, your your code of conduct, who who you are committed to being, if you don't have one of those, um, you need to. Because it's really hard to, you know, stay the course. It's, it's hard to have an internal compass and have a true north uh, if you're not actually clear on who you're committed to being in this life. So, side note, if that's something that you need, hit me up. I'm happy to to get you into the, the brotherhood of men where we'll create your code of conduct. Just go to johnnyking.com and you can join us in the brotherhood. Side note as well, before I wrap things up, my Becoming Kings, the modern man's path to being powerful, purpose-driven, and fulfilled in a world that has taught you not to be is now a motherfucking Amazon bestseller, bitches. 
want to thank you guys, those of you that bought Kindle versions or the paperback. I literally got my paperback uh, in the mail today. I, I had gotten a proof uh, a couple months ago, but it had not for resale all across it. Kind of janky. But now I have my actual first first book. Uh, for, for all you guys that supported me with it, thank you so, so very much um, to, to get up to the bestseller status, the number one uh, on Amazon in the category that my book was listed in is amazing. So cool. Unbelievable. So exciting. And for that reason, I'm going to go out to a steak dinner tonight. I'm going to go dancing. I'm going to go two-step country dancing because that's what we do in Denver sometimes. <laughs> and if you have not gotten the book, please feel free to pick one up. Uh, they're on sale for a couple more days. You can actually pick up the Kindle version for 99 cents. What? Before that goes up to like 8 bucks. And you can pick up the uh, the paperback for 15 before it goes up to 20 I believe. And if you go to becomingkingsbook.com, that'll take you to the link. Becomingkingsbook.com. Pick up a Kindle version, digital version, or a paperback version for yourself, or maybe a couple for your, your buddies, or your brother, or your dad, or your uncle, or your grandfather, your son, whomever. I really appreciate it. This is, uh, I'll, I'll do another episode, maybe purely about the book and what it's all about, but... Uh, yeah, it gets intense right from the beginning. So brace yourself. Till we meet again, thank you for listening. Have a great rest of your day. We'll talk soon. Cheers. That's it for this one, and I want to thank you for listening. Hey, if you got some good ideas from this episode and you want more, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. And if you think others may benefit from it also, Share it on social media and tag me in your post so I can say hey. It would also mean a lot to me if you felt inclined to write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts since I read every single one of them. And if you've got any questions or topics that you'd like to recommend or really just anything that you think I could improve upon, man, I thrive on constructive feedback. So hit me up with an email at podcast at johnnyking.com. Oh, and feel free to also subscribe to my YouTube channel, connect with me on LinkedIn, and follow me on Instagram at Johnny King and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Johnny King Men's Coach. Thanks again for joining me. I'll catch you next time.